Hello, this is R.J. Deacon reading the Supreme Court of the United States opinion in Jim Yavino, Fresno County Superintendent of Schools versus Eileen Rizzo. On petition for writ of certiori to United States Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit. Decided February 25th, 2019. This is a per curiam opinion. The petition in this case presents the following question. May a federal court count the vote of a judge who dies before the decision is issued? A judge on the United States Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit, the Honorable Stephen Reinhardt, died on March 29, 2018. But the Ninth Circuit counted his vote in cases decided after that date. There's actually a um, footnote here that bears reading. Uh, in Altera Court versus Commissioner, decided four months after Judge Reinhardt died, his vote was initially counted as one of the two judges in the majority. A footnote in the opinion stated Judge Reinhardt fully participated in this case and formally concurred in the majority opinion prior to his death. Later, however, the court vacated the opinion and issued an order reconstituting the panel. No similar action was taken in this case. Um, returning to the reading. In the present case, Judge Reinhardt was listed as the author of an in-bank decision issued on April 9, 2018, 11 days after he passed away. By counting Judge Reinhardt's vote, the court deemed Judge Reinhardt's opinion to be a majority opinion, which means that it constitutes a precedent that all future Ninth Circuit panels must follow. See United States versus Caponera. Without Judge Reinhardt's vote, the opinion attributed to him would have been approved by only five of the ten members of the in-bank panel, who were still living when the decision was filed. Although the order the other five living judges concurred in the judgment, they did so for different reasons. The upshot is that Judge Reinhardt's vote made a difference. Was that lawful? Eileen Rizzo, an employee of the Fresno County Office of Education, brought suit against the superintendent of schools, claiming, among other things, that the county was violating the Equal Pay Act of 1963. The district court denied the county's motion for summary judgment, and the Ninth Circuit granted the county's petition for interlocutory review. A three-judge panel of the Ninth Circuit vacated the decision of the district court based on a prior Ninth Circuit decision, COBA versus Allstate Insurance. That the panel believed it was compelled to follow. The court then granted in-bank review to clarify the law, including the vitality and effect of Cuba. Like other courts of appeals, the Ninth Circuit takes the position that a panel decision like that in Cuba can only be overruled by a decision of, an in, of the in-bank court or this court. See Naruto versus Slater. And, therefore, a clear purpose of this in-bank decision issued on April 9th was to announce a new binding Ninth Circuit interpretation of the Equal Pay Act issue previously addressed in Cuba. The opinion authored by Judge Reinhardt and issued 11 days after his death purports to do that, but its status as a majority opinion of the in-bank court depends on counting Judge Reinhardt's vote. The opinions issued by the Embank Ninth Circuit state that they were filed April 9, 2018, and that they were entered on the court's docket on that date. A footnote at the beginning of the Embank opinion writes, 
Prior to his death, Judge Reinhardt fully participated in this case and authored this opinion. The majority opinion and all concurrences were final, and voting was completed by the embanked court prior to his death. The Ninth Circuit did not expressly explain why it concluded that it could count Judge Reinhardt's opinion as the majority opinion, even though it was not endorsed by a majority of the living judges at the time of issuance. But the justification suggested by the footnote noted above is that the votes and opinions in the in-bank case were inalterably fixed at least 12 days prior to the date on which the decision was filed, entered on the docket, and released to the public. This justification is inconsistent with well-established judicial practice, federal statutory law, and judicial precedent. As for judicial practice, we are not aware of any rule or decision of the Ninth Circuit that renders judges' votes and opinions immutable at some point in time prior to their public release, and it is generally understood that a judge may change his or her position up to the very moment when a decision is released. We endorse this rule in United States versus American Foreign SS Corp., which interpreted an earlier version of 28 U.S.C. 46C, the statutory provision authorizing the Court of Appeals to hear cases in bank. The court version of this provision permits a circuit to adopt a rule allowing a senior circuit judge to sit on an in-bank case under certain circumstances. But, at the time of our decision in American Foreign SS Corp., this was not allowed. Instead, only active judges could sit in bank. See 28 U.S.C. Section 46C, uh, 1958 edition. In American Foreign SS Corp., Judge Harold Medina was one of the five active judges on the Second Circuit when the court granted a petition for rehearing in bank. After briefing was complete, but before an opinion was issued, Judge Medina took senior status. When the in-bank court issued its decision, the majority opinion was joined by Judge Medina and two active circuit judges. The two other active circuit judges dissented. We vacated the judgment and remanded the case, holding that an active judge is a judge who has not retired from regular active service and a case or controversy is determined when it is decided. Because Judge Medina was not in regular active service when the opinion was issued, he was without the power to participate in the in-bank decision. Our holding in American Foreign SS Corp. applies with equal if not greater force here. When the Ninth Circuit issued its opinion in this case, Judge Reinhardt was neither an active judge nor a senior judge. For that reason, by statute, he was without the power to participate in the in-bank court's decision at the time it was rendered. In addition to 40, Section 46C, Section 46D also shows what the Ninth Circuit did here was unlawful. That provision states, A majority of the number of judges authorized to constitute a court or panel thereof, as provided in paragraph C, shall constitute a quorum. Under Section 46C, a Court of Appeals case may be decided by a panel of three judges, and therefore, on such a panel, two judges constitute a quorum, and are able to decide an appeal, provided, of course, that they agree. Invoking this rule, 
Innumerable Court of Appeals decisions hold that when one of the judges on a three-judge panel dies, retires, or resigns after an appeal is argued or is submitted for decision without argument, the other two judges on the panel may issue, issue a decision if they agree. And there's a whole bunch of case law cited there. <clears throat> Settled law permits a quorum to proceed to judgment when one member of the panel dies or is disqualified with the exception of one recent decision issued by the Ninth Circuit after Judge Reinhardt's death, but subsequently withdrawn. See the earlier footnote. We are aware of no cases in which a Court of Appeals panel has purported to issue a binding decision that was joined at the time of release by less than a quorum of the judges who were alive at that time. Because Judge Reinhardt was no longer a judge at the time when the in-bank decision in this case was filed, the Ninth Circuit erred in counting him as a member of the majority. That practice effectively allowed a deceased judge to exercise the judicial power of the United States after his death. But federal judges are appointed for life, not for eternity. We therefore grant the petition for certiori, vacate the judgment of the United States Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit, and remand the case for further proceedings consistent with this opinion. It is so ordered. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to get a hold of the podcast, we can be reached at rhodesscholar80 at gmail.com.